This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast, where we dive into the latest rumors and news surrounding Texas Rangers baseball. Welcome to the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. On today's episode, we dive into the latest Rangers news. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Game Time. If you're looking for the best place to get your tickets for any Texas sports or for the next season of the Texas Rangers baseball, head on over to Game Time. Use the link in the description and help support this channel. And now on to our first topic. The Clayton Kershaw Rangers rumors are swirling again. Well, that didn't take long. After another failed season for the Dodgers in 2022, the question of legendary pitcher Clayton Kershaw's future has once again emerged. Things move fast, don't they? Baseball can be brutally unforgiving, and this is no uh, difference. Let's refresh your memory. Last offseason, the Texas Rangers nearly signed Clayton Kershaw. In fact, Kershaw's hometown baseball club was the only other he was considering besides a return to Los Angeles. This is well known. And he returned because he wanted to win a championship. Well, so much for that in 2022. Thus, the rumors have begun swirling again. Will Clayton Kershaw finally leave the Dodgers for the Rangers? Now it could be the time to do so. The Rangers reportedly offered more money in years to Kershaw than the Dodgers last winter. A sign they were clearly interested in adding the Cy Young lefty to the rotation. And that interest should still remain, especially after Kershaw had a great 2022 posting, 228 ERA, and 22 starts. As the 34-year-old ages, he's also made spending family time a priority. He'd be able to accomplish that by signing with the Rangers. He had that opportunity last year, too, but we respect his desire to win. The Dodgers, though, despite how good they were in the regular season, proved fallible in 2022. There's a lot of uncertainty around their 2023 roster. Will Trey Turner come back? How will the Dodgers reassemble their rotation? Walker Buehler is out with Tommy John surgery, which is a massive blow. Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman are there. But many questions still surround L.A. And quite frankly, that should be unappealing to Kershaw. And let's be real. Being a career Dodger is the only thing left for him to accomplish. If that's significant to him... That's well within his right to make it happen. Now, the Rangers don't come without their own questions, of course, proving they can win. But a lot seems certain from a personnel standpoint. Texas's lineup is potent. The front office is committed to adding pitching to support them, as well as taking advantage of one of the deepest farm systems in baseball. 
There's something brewing in Arlington, and Clayton Kershaw should sense it. And oddly enough, there does seem to be more continuity, at least in regards to the roster in Texas heading into 2023 than in Los Angeles, manager search and all. Kershaw came close to pitching for the Rangers in 2022. Perhaps the two sides will make a marriage work in 2023. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Do you think the Rangers should sign Kershaw? Let us know. And now on to our next topic. Five reasons Corey Seager will be improved in 2023. By most measurements, Corey Seager had a solid season in 2022. For obvious reasons, expectations for his arrival in Arlington were massive after he agreed to a 10-year, $325 million contract shortly before the winter lockout. Seager accepted his deal one day after Marcus Simeon secured his own seven-year contract with Texas, which left long-suffering Ranger fans eager to see what the duo could accomplish together in 2022. While the Rangers won eight more games this past year than they did in 2021, the club's overall performance was disappointing and often puzzling. However, Rangers fans should be optimistic about the team's outlook for 2023. Specifically, when you consider a few key reasons why 2023 could be Corey Seager's best year at the plate so far. Reason number one, he won't be hitting into a shift. In 2022, defenses shifted on Corey Seager in 607 out of his 654 plate appearances for a whopping 92.8%. That number is astronomically high, even for a left-handed hitter. Considering most MLB teams shifted left-handed hitters between 55 and 65% of the time in 2022. For Seager, the result of the frequent shifts was a WOBA that was 70 percentage points higher when defenses didn't shift. Thankfully for Seager and for Ranger fans, the shift will no longer be allowed in 2023. The players and owners agreed to eliminate the shift as part of a new league collective bargaining agreement. It'll be interesting to see how much Seager's batting average and OBP improve as a result of the rule change. Reason number two. is a full offseason. Despite the injury concerns when his contract was signed, Corey Seager made it through the 2022 season without a single trip to the IL. He played in 151 games, 144 of which were at shortstop. Now, for the first time in several years, Seager has a full offseason to rest, recover, and prepare for a new season. You may remember watching Seager's Dodgers play well into October each of his first seven seasons, including a 2020 championship run that ended with it. World Series MVP trophy. While Ranger fans would obviously prefer to be watching their franchise on the biggest stage of this year, the fact that Corey has a full offseason to get ready for next year can set the stage for a massive year. In reason three, he knows what to expect in 2023. It's common for players, even all-star level players and MVP contenders like Corey Seager, to struggle in their first season with a new team. This is especially true when you switch leagues and don't have access to team personnel for the majority of the offseason. Remember, players were locked out from December 1st until March 10th while a new CBA was negotiated. In addition to having more time to prepare for next season, Seager won't have to adjust to life on a new team or in a new city in the upcoming season. And number four, 
he's still chasing history. Perhaps you remember September 18th when Corey Seager broke the single season major league for home runs hit by a left-handed shortstop. Ironically, fellow Ranger Brad Miller set the record in 2016 while with the Tampa Bay Rays. Seager has a chance when the 2023 season begins to become the all-time home run leader on left-handed hitting shortstops. For now, Brandon Crawford holds the record with 139. With 137 career home runs, Seager only needs two homers to tie Crawford and three to pass him. If Seager starts the season on one of his classic hot streaks, he could break the record during the first week or two of the season. And finally, number five, there's likely to be more at stake. Everyone, including Seager, understood where the Rangers were as a team last year. After five straight losing seasons, including a season in 2021 where they lost 100 games for the first time since 1973, the team was simply looking for signs of improvement. However, the narrative is different for the 2023 season. GM Chris Young has categorized team owner Ray Davis as frustrated and has gone on the record saying the Rangers intend to contend in 2023. Obviously, they will need to spend money on pitching and perhaps add an outfield bat if they truly want to play meaningful games down the stretch. However, it's easy to see how a guy like Seager, who played in two World Series and five championship series during his time with the Dodgers, would be energized by a chase for a pennant. Let us know your take on the comment section below. Um, do you think Corey Seager will be improved in the upcoming season? Do you think he will be better or worse than he performed this year? Let us know. And now our next topic, the Rangers have hired Bruce Bochy as their new manager. It was not long ago, this very podcast, that we had dreams of the Texas Rangers hiring Bruce Bochy to be their next manager. Well, apparently dreams do come true as the Rangers announced that they hired Bochy to be the 20th full-time manager in franchise history. Bochy received a three-year contract from Chris Young in the Texas Rangers front office to lead the organization back to prominence ahead of what should be an exciting and pivotal offseason for the team. The report of the two sides meeting dates back to October 14th, and it wasn't known then how interested he was in coming out of retirement after stepping down as a Giants skipper in 2019. Bochy and the Giants won three titles together in the 2010s, including one against the Rangers in 2010. In the press release announcing Bochy's hire, one quote stands out, saying, quote, If I was going to return to managing, it had to be the right situation. I strongly believe that to be the case with the Rangers, and I can't wait to get started. That's our ringing endorsement from a manager who has climbed to the top of the baseball mountain before. If he says the Rangers are ready, then fans should believe it full stop. The 67-year-old knows baseball. This hire is particularly reassuring after the turmoil of last season, which saw the Rangers clean house with the firings of John Daniels and Chris Woodward in August. You can be sure Bruce Bochy is a steady hand and winning professional who is an ambitious GM behind him in Chris Young, who really does seem to be all in on winning in 2023. Now the players in the organization have a reason to believe, as do potential recruits from outside. The Rangers are not fooling anyone around as they begin to look ahead to the 2023 campaign. And hiring Bruce Bochy is proof of this. Let us know, was this the right uh, hiring move for the Rangers? And let us know, what, 
how many games do you think the Rangers will win next year? And do you think they'll make it into the playoffs? But now on to our next topic, the good, the bad, and the ugly of 2022. You knew we had to address it. With the 2022 Rangers season finally behind us, we can use the power of hindsight to figure out what worked and what didn't. The distant memory of 2016-95 win playoff team is long gone in fans' minds, as the faint Rangers fail to remain competitive once again. After Texas' unheard of winter spending splurge in 2021, the team improved by a whopping eight games. The 68-94 record is well short of expectations and projections. But as Ron Washington would say, that's how baseball goes. It remains important to analyze where the soft spots remain as they look to add to the team to finally make them competitive once again. So on to the good. Not all was doom and gloom as it was in 2020 and 2021 in Arlington this year. As there were quite a few nice prizes to be proud of, to start off, we got to enjoy the prodigal child's return, a batting title competitor, and some new guys to the group. Martin Perez's return was one that neither party will forget. After an 11-year career that saw a move from promising prospect to bust to journeyman and finally an all-star, Perez was the bright spot in the dark abyss that was the Rangers' rotation. Game in and game out, you could count on Perez to put up a fight and give the team a chance to win. He set a career best 289 ERA, giving the Rangers their first start with a sub 3 ERA since Hugh Darvish in 2013. On the other side of the ball, Nathaniel Lowe emerged as a middle of the order bat to hold down first base and solidify the Rangers infield as one of the best. Adolis Garcia's sophomore year is worth noting here but it's hard to beat someone who could very well earn a silver slugger in his second full-time year. Lowe led All-American League first baseman in a batting average, OPS, and home runs, as well as second in walks and fourth in RBIs. He's earned the right to be a staple in the lineup for the next few years. The new guys to the group also showed that there is hope in the future. The additions of Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, and John Gray may not have met the lofty standards many had set, but improvements they were. Seager led all shortstops and home runs with 31. Gray had a career-best 396 ERA. And Simeon turned the corner late in the year to post a team-best 5.7 war. These guys weren't even the most exciting newcomers, as we got to enjoy watching Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Bubba Thompson, and Josh Jung make their Major League debuts. None of their performances would win a Rookie of the Year award but each of which demonstrated why they were such highly thought-of prospects. Meanwhile, we also got to see Mark Mathias surge onto the scene, having a big home run games, including a walk-off. On the pitching side, Brock Burke, who could be the Rangers' Rookie of the Year, set himself apart in the bullpen as the most reliable arm to come into games. Now, the bad. In a 94 loss season, there's going to be a lot of bad. I'll point out the obvious, though, in pitching. Both the starting rotation and bullpen were the cause. Were the cause of many of their woes. The likes of Taylor Hearn, Dane Dunning, Glenn Otto, and Spencer Howard 
refused to separate themselves from the pack of rotation hopefuls. Adding in Cole Radiance to that group, they averaged 493 ERA with only Dunning managing double digits. Quality starts. The bullpen had more of an excuse as Jose Leclerc and Jonathan Hernandez returned from Tommy John surgery, but with Matt Moore having a resurgent year and Brock Burke breaking out, the rest of the crew otherwise fell short of expectations. As a unit, the Rangers pitching staff allowed 743 runs, somehow ending up 23rd in the league. They also ranked 5th in blown saves, but had a league-high save percentage at just over 45%. That's a bunch of BS if you ask me. But it helped lead to the firing of pretty much the whole pitching coaching staff from the majors down to double A. However, the real change will be needed on the field. One run games were a bane that couldn't be defeated. They finished 15 to 35 in said games. And that is part of the ugliness of 2022 Texas Rangers. It's a record of which will go down as one of the worst luck seasons yet. The aforementioned pitching problems were certainly a cause of this, but defense was no help either. The Texas Rangers defense regressed from a respectable tie for 10th in errors in 2021 to 25th in 2022 with 96. As a team, they ranked 21st in overall defense and 20th in defensive runs saved. With 7 of the 12 playoff teams finishing in the top 10, including each of the top 5, This stands out as an area that needs improvement. Finally, opponents' right-hand pitching, even with left-handed sluggers Corey Seager and Nathaniel Lowe, the Rangers were 28th in the league, going 41-66 and in games started against righties. The lineup isn't exactly in need of help, but adding another left-handed bat could help prevent this odd stat from happening again. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered. Is there something we missed? Something that we should have included? Let us know. As always, subscribe to the channel. Give it a thumbs up if you like our videos. And if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash ttrangers. It's buymeacoffee.com slash ttrangers. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, pay them, and take this show on the road. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. This has been the Talking Texas Rangers podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered by tweeting us at TalkingTXRangers or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TalkingTexasRangers. As always, thank you for listening and go Rangers.